Welcome back to another episode of On Notice. God is in the room, we're on the couch, and these are conversations that matter. Listen closely so you cannot say that you did not know. You are about to be put on notice. Welcome back to On Notice. This is episode 31, where we are introducing you to the basics of balance. It's your girl, Sai. What's up, y'all? I'm Drew. And today we have a very special episode for you because, well, we've been gone for a really long time. So before we even dive in, let's just make sure that we check in. The last time we checked in with our audience, we left them with the on miseducation of singleness episode. And that dropped, I'd say like summer of 2021. So I'll back it up that far. Um, You know, I'm really excited that we started with uh, that series or rather we ended with that series because throughout the course of 2021, I was trying to put myself back out there, get in the dating game. And at the time, like I felt more sure of myself as a woman and what I had to contribute and what I was looking for. So I was dabbling and uh, visiting and all the while, like filtering our conversation through that, um, filtering all of my conversations and engagements through the lens of the um, episodes that we had. So I highly encourage anybody who's tapping in with us for the first time to go back and listen to those. Um, But, you know, really after we last broke, my life like took a drastic turn for the better. But I became really an overnight parent by way of supporting my cousin and and helping uh, to take her children in and ensure that they've got some structure and are getting to school and just really trying to be this village within my family. So, y'all, I have a a 17-year-old girl. Her name is Lakaya and a seven-year-old boy. He's in first grade and his name is Landon. And so much of my life since we last checked in with our audience has been just trying to figure out who I am, what my role is, and how to um, really make a mark and and build relationships in this season that we're in. Um, But fortunately, I've also like had the ability while balancing all of that to celebrate important milestones and try to stay as present as I possibly can. Um, So I've done things like support law school graduations and college graduations, weddings, doing a little bit of travel and just simply celebrating being black and female. Um, So yeah, for me that, yeah, girl. And I realized that it, it needs to be celebrated literally every day, but I've had the opportunity to like get together with groups of women and just reflect and, um, elevate one another. So I'm really grateful to, you know, be a part of such great communities, because as I've said, like the last six months of my life has has truly been a whirlwind and I feel like the dust is beginning to settle. And I'm glad that we are jumping back into the podcast and especially talking 
about the basics of balance because it's it's what I've been looking for and needing in this uh, season of my life. So that's a little bit about what I've been up to, y'all. Yes. She also got a dog, which she mm. failed to mention, but cute Lila. Yes, Lila girl. She is going to be four months in a couple of weeks. And I have tried my hand at being a a fur mama before. And I realized like I didn't have the discipline. I didn't have the patience, but we like, she came into our lives at the absolute best time. We, we were researching actually getting a bunny and walked mm-hmm. out with a puppy and she has been like the best emotional support. So yes, Lila has also joined the fam. So you got a full house over there, girl. Yes. If y'all want to come visit, you can bunk up with the kid. You can have the couch. But yes, we have a full house. Wonderful. Well, on my end, things have been really just about expanding and uh, growing and finding all of life's little lessons in my day to day. Uh, So I felt like before the pandemic, I was really beginning to feel grounded in who I was um, and just understanding the things that I enjoyed, what made me, um, what sparked joy in my life and what also made me tick. Uh, And so I, in in transitioning out of New York and uh, to North Carolina uh, to live in a city I hadn't expected to be in in light of the pandemic, um, it was just an opportunity for me to really get comfortable with being uncomfortable and get comfortable with this idea of growth. Um, So I definitely feel like I'm just in a space where I'm taking everything in stride and I'm trying to learn from everything that life throws my way. So I've got a new, well, now it's almost been, it's been a year, uh, but a a different job uh, that I, I really enjoy the work that I do. And so being able to lean into that space and be proud of my accomplishes, accomplishments in that space has been very fulfilling. Um, I've gotten to spend more time with my younger sisters than ever, probably since I was like 15. Um, so that's just been a really great blessing. And I've been similar to what Drew said, using our own uh podcast episodes to better navigate the dating space. I don't think that I've gotten it hundred percent right just yet, um, but I am getting better at it, uh, which is perfectly in line with this idea of growth. Um, and I think that's what I really love about our series that we're about to embark on the basics of balance is that it allows us to see um, that getting better is also a part of being balanced. Um, and that it's not going to be perfect the first time. So with that, I would love for us to transition into really making sure that you all, our fellow travelers, are in the right place. Because we've been gone for a while um, and we have evolved and changed. And maybe the podcast has too. But I have a feeling that you're still in the right place. What do you think, Drew? Are they still in the right place? Absolutely. I have no doubt about it. And I just wanted to um, affirm like the intersections that I'm hearing in both of our stories since we've been off. Um, And that's really just like leaning into our families and really trying to contribute in a meaningful way, taking time to celebrate ourselves, celebrate um, life, and just also like gracing ourselves through the different 
um, journeys that we're going through. And I think that this really speaks to our audience. So we started this work as what you and I first coined as like a hobby or a passion project back in January of 2017. And what we discovered in one another was this depth and this obvious seeking, but lack of answers. And so if you've been with us from the beginning, you've heard that we've essentially been seeking these answers. And um, we've talked about getting away or throwing away the antiquated American dream. We've explored themes like minimalism and investigating at a more deep, deeper level, like our relationship with material things. Mm-hmm. And so as we are continuing to travel, what is beautiful about the whole experience is I think that we've gotten more clarity and through research and just experience, we're more sure about um, what it is that we want from our lives and, and slowly getting more clear about the different levers that we need to pull and kind of get in alignment in order for us to live the best life possible. So if that sounds like you, if you feel like you've seen glimpses of yourself, but you haven't been able to actualize as consistently as you might have wanted to, you are in good company, rest assured. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that that resonates so strongly with me for sure. So I think part of it is unpacking what are these basics of balance? Um, You're in good company, you're in the right place. What are those levers that Drew is talking about? Well, over time we've seen uh, that there are four areas where if you are consistently working and striving in these spaces, uh, your life can feel a little bit more balanced. And uh, those four spaces are spiritual, physical, relational, and financial. Um, and, And by tending to these spaces, you're able to really take care of yourself, take care of your soul and your mind, the thoughts that you're having, your will, which is connected to your daily decisions uh, and your emotions, how you respond to the world um, will all be affected by really taking the time to take care in those four areas. And that's the thing that's going to allow you to find some contentment and to make peace with this journey that we are on, this everlasting journey. Um, And and that's that's what we're going to talk about today. So Of course, we wouldn't be ourselves if we didn't give you a little bit of background and research around where this came from. Um, And so I would love to open the floor first for Drew to talk about one of the key things that she was reading that really helped inform part of our ideas around the basics of balance. So you all know that we muddled through a pandemic beginning in the spring of 2020. And um, fortunately, at the beginning of 2021, my church, shout out to One Community Church in Plano, we all collectively began this book study. And the title of the book is One Month to Live. And it's by Carrie and Chris Shook. They are a husband and wife pastor duo out of, I believe, the Houston area. But we will be sure to link all of these resources in our notes and on our website so that you you can refer back to it. But I want to just share um, a, a point in the book that I read that just really like struck me right in the heart. And that was that our birth and our death are out of our control. We have been given the authority to determine how the time in between will be spent. 
And so when you think about it, we don't have control over many things in our life. We don't get to decide where we were born. We don't get to decide who we were born to, or even the times and periods and culture that we face. We don't get to decide when we choose to end our lives. Um, although I think that that conversation could be expanded just in light of so many recent events um, in the news. But Absolutely. what we do have control over is how we're going to use that dash. And you and me, we get to decide how we're going to execute that time that we have. And so when I was faced with the question of how I'm spending mine, am I living knowing fully well who I am, what I want? Am I going after it? Am I living as authentically as possible? Or am I just hurriedly living? And as you know, from the beginning of this podcast, that is really where um, where our investigation began. And so just really sitting with that nearly, what, four, going on five years later of what is it that I really want out of my life? And how do I take this big idea and begin to uh, scale it down. And so when we began to have this conversation, I know for you, you were like, okay, wow, like, yes, we want to live a full life. And yes, we want to maximize this dash, but I need to begin to wrap my brain around how do we begin to like act upon this and how do we make it bite-sized enough to actually follow through? So do you want to talk about just kind of where your thought process went in terms of when you began to do your research? Yeah. And I think part of it was we were like reading different things, but at the same, around the same time. Um, and so when you were telling me this idea about like the dash and this expanse of life that happens in between birth and death, I'm like, that's a lot in my mind, that was a lot to unpack. And it was like, oh, it made it really overwhelming for me and almost like paralyzing. Like that's a lot to think about, like making my entire life amazing and making my entire life worthwhile. Um, but at the same time, I was learning about being just 1% better. Um, and that comes from James Clear. He's the uh, journalist and an author, and he wrote uh, Atomic Habits, which I'm sure some of y'all are familiar with. Um, but he talks a lot about uh, the fact that we're not going to be amazing overnight and that the people who are uh, excelling focus on just doing 1% better every single day. Um, and that, that seemed far more manageable for me. <laughs> um, and so I really enjoyed leaning into that concept and it's made uh, actualizing a lot easier. Um, that said, part of actually doing the work, um, I remember an episode way back in the day where like the work is the hard part. Uh, we, we stand as a testament to that five years later, we're still doing the work. Um, but making the work easier is the ability to have a plan. Um, and so neuroscientists, uh, folks who study behavior uh, and psychology have unpacked what it means to create habits and create change in your life. And one of the best ways to do that is A, to connect your new habits to things that you're already doing um, so that your mind has less to think about. And then B, to create a very concrete plan that you can adhere to and follow to ensure that you actually are doing the thing you set out to do. Because a lot of time we have these like nebulous ideas or goals or big visions, but we don't have the intricate details that are necessary to actually play it out. Um, so setting up that plan before you even get started has shown that you'll be more effective in, in meeting your goals. So our inventory that we've created not only allows you to reflect, 
but it also allows you the opportunity to create a plan, put that plan into action. And we hope that you'll share with us uh, going forward what that plan looks like and how it's panned out for you. And so today we're gonna do the exact same thing. Um, and before we, before we dive into each one of those basics of balance, we do wanna just add another layer and just say that the reason that we put the habits in this order, I mean, the, the basics of balance in this order, spiritual first, physical, relational, and then financial, um, has a little bit to do with uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, and so he was a psychologist. And the idea is that unless your basic physical needs are met, it's really hard for you to do and go above and beyond that. Um, and so because we are Christians, we also see that like, if we are not also steeped in God and our spiritual foundation is not set, even getting our physical foundation together isn't uh, as easy as we would hope it to be uh, or like it to be. So we are very intentional about attuning to first our spiritual selves, then using that strength to get to our physical self. Once we are set as an individual, taking that information and being able to build on that and think about relational financial and all of these other extraneous things. Um, and that's not to say that these are the only four ways that you can find balance in your life, but these four things have continuously shown up in our lives um, as like key spaces where if one is out of whack, the whole house of cards comes tumbling down. Mm -hmm. So with that, let's unpack. Drew? Yeah. So as I mentioned, we are really excited to um, introduce you to our basics of balance inventory. And again, we're not talking about anything that we've read about, but again, this is like what we are uh, going through and working through in real time. And so we're going to start, as Sai mentioned, with our spiritual focus and to just orient and ground us all in a common understanding here at On Notice, we are operating from the foundation that our faith in God, our Father, Jesus, our Redeemer, and the Holy Spirit as our guide is the foundation for our lives. So with that, our minds are made new. Our desires are going to be transformed and ultimately our emotions will be mastered as we deepen our understanding and spiritual connection. And we want to um, anchor ourselves in a, a foundation scripture for our spiritual focus. And that's going to be coming from John 15 verse four. And we are going to be using the, the new living translation, which says, remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. And so just carrying all of that in mind as we began our inventory, I began to look at areas of my spiritual health and life that were surprising to me. And what I've found is that for years, as I've grown spiritually, Internally, I've felt like so much unease and tension because I knew that I was personally growing closer to Christ. But at the same time, I kind of felt like I was a chameleon of sorts, really morphing into a different version of myself, uh, dependent upon the environment that I was in. And over time, I began to feel less like myself and I was really struggling. And so for years, I really beat myself up because I felt like I kind of had this light, this joy inside of me that I was boxing up and I really wanted to let my light shine. Um, but also being very well aware that I didn't want to be 
what people call a Bible thumper. I know that people have trauma and are wrestling with a lot of really valid questions as it relates to organized religion and spirituality. And so just also out of fear, I kind of withdrew in those regards. But um, I was surprised because I've been faced with different situations where people have asked me like, hey, there's, there's just something different about you. Like, how are you so peaceful when this work project is really chaotic? And then that gave me the opportunity to talk about Jesus and to talk about my faith. So all of that to say, um, without even realizing it or without intentionally focusing on it, uh, my life has been able to bear fruit. And the one thing that I can say that I focused on is just um, loving people and seeing people. And as I'm celebrating that, I'm also really wrestling with the fact of I'm not as hungry for Christ as I used to be. Um, I think I've gotten a little too comfortable in that, you know, throwing up a prayer in the shower or um, on a car ride, which is totally fine. It's totally fine. Um, but I, I know what my life was like when I was a babe in Christ and I was jumping up out of bed to just sit at the feet of Christ and to learn and to worship. And I'm realizing that I, I want that back. And so I'm creating a plan that's going to allow me to, as you said, get 1% better to capitalize on things that are already happening in my life that I want to to just take to the next level. So here are some things that um, I'm thinking about doing. First, I want to just step back as I've shared, like life has been just a series of ups and downs uh, through the last six months. So I really want to just pause, step back and review the themes in my life that have been emerging um, so that I can be less one track minded and, and, and focus on investing in certain themes that I see arising. And then from there, I want to budget my time better. I want to budget enough time to not only like study, not only to pray, but to sit and linger a little bit more and allow myself to hear back from God or just to simply sit and to linger. Um, and I know that you and I have, you, I've been talking to you about this plan um, offline. And mm -hmm. one of the things that I, I want to do is like in the morning, I want to wake up. I need to brush my teeth. Y'all, I tried to like just get up and start praying without brushing my teeth. And it's not a good idea. Um, shout out to Cypher <laughs> for the feedback on that. But I want to wake up, brush my teeth, make my bed. And the first thing that I want to do when I hit the floor, I want to have the presence of mind to just be thankful, just to thank the Lord for another day. And I think that's simple, uh, but difficult all at the same time. And I want to start with just thanking the Lord so that I can orient myself back to who is in control. And from there, I'm going to play my worship music and I want to update my playlist so that I have music that's um, recent. I'm still I'm still listening to stuff from the 90s, but we'll keep moving on <laughs> past that. Um, and then lastly, I, I want to utilize the PRAY acronym. Have you heard of it, Sai? Mm -hmm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's something, again, I used back in the day, but um, that just simply means that when I'm going into my prayer space, I'm following this acronym. The P stands for praise. So I'm just going in being thankful. I have so much that I could complain about, so much that I could lament about. Um, but when I'm entering that space, I want to, to praise and I want to give thanks. And then I want to pause myself and just like examine 
any areas in my life that I, I want to turn or repent from. So I'll be also just going in and naming that. Um, and then the A stands for ask. So what needs do I have? What do I want to petition um, the Lord for? And also, what do I need to lament about? What do I need to release? And then finally, I'm leaving it at yielding, just inviting him to speak back to me. And then just, again, giving my time, giving myself time to linger. And this is so important. I think just the, the world is always pulling on our time. And this is my first experience being a parent. And I'm learning very quickly how much dependents truly need you um, mm -hmm. to shepherd them throughout their day. And there hasn't been much overflow for me. So if I can get back into the space where I am filling my cup, I'm allowing my cup to be so filled that there is overflow um, I'm hoping that I'll be less exhausted, more patient, and just more hungry in my relationship with Jesus. So that yes. is what I've been processing as it relates to my spiritual focus. Mm -hmm. I love when, and I think, I mean, this is obviously, God knew what he was doing when he made us friends. But there's so many areas where like we're, we're definitely in two different spots in life, but it's so wonderful for me to be able to like hear about where you are and be able to learn from that. Um, and, you know, even as I was doing my reflections on my, our spiritual focus, um, I recognized that I had done a really great job of creating habits and routines that will allow me to fill God um, and put God into more aspects of my life and allow him to be like the first thing. Um, but I recognize that in, in doing this inventory that God wasn't always the first thing. Um, and one of the questions that we ask is like, is my faith evident to those in my life? Um, and I, I don't know that I couldn't say for certain that it was. Um, and there was a moment when I could have, but I think similar to what you were saying around like feeling the need to like box it up or to dampen the light. Like I didn't want to step on anyone's toes. I didn't want to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, and then I also struggled with feeling the need to do good works in order to be seen as good by God, which is just not the mm -hmm. case. Um, but you know, we are human. And so it's easy to get sucked into that trap and to feel like if I haven't done all of the things, then like God isn't even really trying to hear from me today. Um, and so this reflection was just really powerful to sort of illuminate a couple of things for me and, and allow me to create a very specific plan of attack. Um, and part of that is first being proud of myself for the ways that I do incorporate God already. And that I am the person who is just like throughout the day, like taking a break in the middle of the day to just like stop, listen, pray a little bit, or I'll turn on some worship music just to like pause, reflect, um, and make it through my day. So I incorporate God throughout the day, but I am not, I'm not reading my Bible as heavy as I should be. Um, and, I, and, and not because it's like a necessity, but because I want to know God better. And I can't know God better if I don't spend time with God, uh, mm -hmm. reading about God, learning about God. Um, and so really shifting from, I need to do this because it's a requirement to, are you interested? 
do you, do you want to know God? And if you do, well, this is what you do. This, this is the book that will help you get there. This is the quiet time that will help you reflect and understand. Um, so in the mornings, um, I have my Bible available now, as opposed to my Bible app. Um, and I, I was going to just like read freely. Um, and instead I've just decided to pick one scripture <laughs> and I'll just meditate on that the whole week. Um, and so when I wake up, I will, I do all my little things in the morning and while I'm sitting in my bed, just reflect, meditate mm -hmm. over that single verse, um, and then stretch. And while I'm stretching, allow that, that tension to leave my body, uh, and allow just some peace and some calmness, uh, to, to, to take its place. And sometimes in those moments, I'm able to like hear God better. Um, and sometimes it's just quiet and that's okay too. Um, but I think it primes me to be a better person throughout the day. Um, I'm calmer and more relaxed and more kind to people, uh, especially being in a virtual world. It's easy to be short on these zoom calls or via text and email. Um, but I am a little bit better in doing that. So that's the first part of my plan is just to make sure that I have picked my Bible verse on that Sunday so that I can meditate on it throughout the week. Um, and then at night, actually taking time to just like pray a long prayer, a good long prayer to God. Um, not my small prayers that I pray throughout the day, but one where I really do thank him and repent um, and then just sit with him. So those are my, those are my two things that are going to be simple and actionable um, to allow me to get 1% better. And hopefully over time, uh, I'll know the Bible a little bit better and I'll know God a little bit better. Sis, I really echo those sentiments when you say that the Lord knew what he was doing when he put us together. Like we really are a powerful duo. And I know that I may be biased, but what I just hear and what you're sharing is that we both are in this space where like we know what life was like before Christ. And having experienced a life where we know him, like we want that hunger back. We want that zeal back um, because we know the impact that it will have in our lives. And so I love that in areas where you are strong, I am struggling. And in areas where I've experienced success, like you are emerging. And so with that, we'll be able to just capitalize on one another's strengths and, and be able to hold one another accountable with um, specificity. So I'm really, really excited about those reflections and then just also hearing what our travelers are going to uncover as they begin to do their own reflections. Absolutely. All the inventory is online right now. Go to our website, download it, print it out. Um, we're paper and pencil kinds of gals. So print it out, write it down. It really helps you not only reflect, um, but have a plan of attack and we want to hear, we want to hear about that plan. And we want to hear what those small steps you're going to take that will allow you to be 1% better are. Um, so share your game plans with us on Instagram and download the inventory at onnoticebrand.com. Yep. And for those of you who are not following with us, we are on Instagram at onnoticebrand. And we're going to be looking for you to share what your plans have been. So as you're sitting down with your inventory, if you decide to pour you a glass of wine, light a candle, go into your closet, snap a quick photo and tag us in it so that we can um, get on this journey along with you. Mm -hmm. As we're beginning to close out again, we want to just reiterate that we're never arriving 
um, the the light is often closer than you might believe. And with that, we want to just shout out some of our former guests who have been on the show, who have shared some of their wisdom and some of their personal journeys. And we want to just like pause and celebrate all of the good things that God is doing in their lives. And so I'll kick us off. Um, we, we talked earlier in the episode about Daniel Poku. I'm sorry, we didn't talk about Daniel Poku. We talked about on the miseducation of singleness. And Daniel was one of our guests on the episode. And he talked about boys becoming men and uh, talk about being a man and getting down on bended knee. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Daniel and his fiance, Ashley, on their engagement. I and also, the, oh, oh go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, and that's not our only guests uh, who got engaged. Dante and Jeremy J from the Soundboard Podcast also got engaged. So God is really working uh, in the men in our lives, lives as well uh, to, to just really sh- shine his light for everyone to see. Yeah. And shout out to the Soundboard Podcast. While we were out on our hiatus, we did have the opportunity to collab with them. So you can find uh, that episode on uh, their site. And perhaps we may be able to link it as a bonus episode if we have the opportunity to talk to them. So go back, listen to that episode. And again, shout out to uh, Dante and Jeremy J. Going back, oh gosh, this had to be 2020 now, but uh, Tina Green hopped on the couch and uh, we really talked about anti what it means to be anti-racist and to lean into our communities to enact grassroots change. And she just mm-hmm. welcomed her third baby and her husband, Stephen, has opened up his own private practice. And she's talking about how he's traveling all over Texas to really advocate um, for the voices of those who have been forgotten about. So I'm really um, happy for the, the updates that have occurred in their lives. Oh, look at God. Um, we've also got uh, Daryl Warwick, DW06 on Instagram, on his move to Arizona. So he's a whole influencer out there now, y'all, uh, if you're following him. And we also had Crystal Hargrove on our on our series a little bit while back while she's talking about her just advancement into womanhood, but also entrepreneurship and shifting careers. Um, and she is still doing wonderful. Um, and she's on Instagram as well. I'm blinking on her handle, but I will have it in our show notes if you want to follow along on her journey. All right, y'all. I could imagine that we're probably getting near or a little bit over our 30 minute mark. So we don't want to be before you long. As I mentioned before, we really want you to take advantage of this free resource. So be sure to check the links in our bio, as well as visiting our website on noticebrand.com to get a copy of your inventory. We'll be back um, on our next episode to talk about our physical focus. So be sure to download that resource so that you can follow along in real time with this conversation. Absolutely. And we have one final ask for you before we sign off. If you are not already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you're listening on Spotify, rate and follow us. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We are hoping for 50 new subscribers and reviews by the end of February. So that is your charge. You heard it here first. If you've been rocking with us, thank you. If you're new here, thank you. Either way, meet us on those platforms and rate and review and subscribe so we know it's real. 
We're going to go ahead and get out of here. Follow us on Instagram. I'm Simply Rochelle. And I am Sai.Shani. That's S-Y dot S-H-A-N-I. All right, y'all. Love and light. I'm Drew. And it's your girl, Sai. And you have officially been put on notice. notice.